everyone. Christian and I welcome you back to another episode of Mondays with Mindy. Hello. Good day, sir. Hello. Good day. Welcome back, everyone. And thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to have a conversation with actress, soap star, entrepreneur, and one of my oldest friends. Not that she's old, but I've literally known her since I was 11 years old. Tracy Bregman. Tracy was born in Munich, Germany and raised in Great Britain until she was 10. Her father, the very famous composer and record producer, Buddy Bregman, and mom, actress Suzanne Lloyd, then relocated to Los Angeles, which is when I met Tracy at Westlake School for Girls, until she had to leave to just, oh, I don't know, star in a soap opera, Days of Our Lives, to play the character that everyone remembers who watches that soap opera, Donna Craig. The daytime Emmy Award-winning actress took on double duty by then creating another iconic role, Lauren Fenmore on The Young and the Restless, a role she still inhabits. Tracy has also appeared in the films Happy Birthday to Me, Concrete Jungle, and Misogynist. Tracy is also a very successful, very, very, very uh, successful entrepreneur. She's launched her own yoga-inspired clothing line, Bountiful Buddha, sold jewelry on the shopping channel, has been a spokesperson on HSN for the Jabot Cosmetics line, and most recently selling a Pilates pro chair. Tracy's also very attached to her horses and dogs, inspiring her to create the World Paws Animal Foundation. Currently, Tracy's adding another accolade to her list of what she does. Um, She's becoming an author, working on a spiritual book entitled The Soul Pack. This is what I really want to talk to her about. I know nothing about this. She's the mother of two wonderful sons and, again, a menagerie of dogs and horses. Tracy's beloved Malibu home burned down in the wildfires of 2018. Nothing left but the big Buddha statue. She currently lives with her dogs and horses in Nashville on her brand new farm when she isn't working here in Los Angeles. Wow. Fascinating. I am very excited to talk to her. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring her in. Tracy Bregman. Hello. Hi. Yay. (laughs) Good to see you. I know. I mean, this is how busy you are. I literally have to book you as a guest on our podcast. (laughs) What is the matter with us? You know what? We're rectifying that. We will definitely be rectifying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We start each uh, episode. Christian and I kind of came up with 20 questions. I pull five of them randomly. I love um, that. Okay. Yeah, this way we just start gabbing which you and I have never had a problem doing. I was going to say, <laughs> that's never been a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting us to stop, actually. Through that, I get into the Bregman vortex, I call it, of like, yeah, let's just grab a walker. Let's just get a meal. And five hours later, exactly. we're still I'm like, at it. Oh, my God, I think I have to go to dinner now. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad thing. Hey, yeah, Not right. a bad thing. Trace, what's your guilty pleasure? Probably the Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> That's nice. my guilty pleasure. Okay. I have to go in a room all by myself. So no one finds me, but now it's out. <laughs> it's fine. I, I join you in all of that. Yes. Um, I do love them. Yes. Among your friends, mm-hmm. what are you best known for? Well, they call me 411. It's the truth. You need a doctor. <laughs> you need anything. <laughs> you call me. <laughs> It's the truth. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've known that on the, the set as well. They call me 411. Wow. Do they on the set too? Yes. And then somebody suggested that I was showing my age by calling it 411. I was like, well, oh. I'm not trying to be 20. I know. Uh, you know? 
We might have to call you Siri. I was around when you could call 411. No yeah, kidding. And I mean, it's not like it was the Stone Age. That was not even Thank 10 years you. ago. Yeah, it was yeah. not the Jurassic period. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when I started uh, my career. <laughs> oh, please. Um, Tracy, when was the last time you cried? Uh, probably even yesterday because um, I haven't actually even posted it, but my beloved mini donkey taco just passed away and um, oh, it was so sad. And so every time I think of him, I'm like, Oh, it was really yeah. sad. Oh, I'm had sorry. A virus. He caught a virus. So that's what he was a, a newer acquisition. Well, he came with the right? farm and oh, he came with the yes, property. Oh. And he was 12 years old. I did not realize that donkeys live till third, like 38. Yes. And, um, he was just the sweetest thing. He was the size of Buddha, just a oh little gosh. taller than Buddha. We're amazing dog. Yes. Yeah. Who oh. also has 400 lives. Thank God. Good. Yes. Thank God. Thank God. We're not ready for- No, he likes to put them to the test all yes. the time. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, right. oh my gosh. Um, what do you splare, John? Well, this I already know. Oh, what do you think? Horses. And anything oh, horse related. Let's just say this. Or that oh, horseshoes, right. My Frisians horseshoes, and by the way, <laughs> only two of the four hooves that get the shoes are more than I spend on shoes. And he needs them every six weeks. Oh, wow. I have stopped buying shoes because of my horse's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I work so the horses have nice things. <laughs> That's basically what I splurge on. So basically everyone in the Bregman household, it's shoes. It's horseshoes. <laughs> it's shoes. Yeah. Even my kids, I'm like, no, the horses need shoes. No, no tennis shoes for you. That's right. Right. Oh my gosh. Um, what is your best habit and what is your worst habit? I love that question. Um, I think my best habit, if you will, is my organization. And I have to keep everything organized because I, as you know, I have so many moving pieces mm -hmm. and so many businesses that, you know, I have to constantly change hats for. Would that be considered a habit? It's sort of moving yeah. to a little tiny OCD. Yeah, sure. Only because I, for me to keep saying up here. Listen, I find true you. comfort in it. You know, my mother is such. And so I find tremendous comfort being around someone like that. <laughs> Honestly, I do. This is not an insult. This is actually, it's commendable. I just really like everything to be normal uh, and organized normal. <laughs> What's normal? <laughs> I meant to keep it normal up here, but I'm kidding myself on that. Um, so my worst habit is I cannot chew gum because one piece has to turn into 30. I don't know oh. why. It's like a weird addiction. And a girlfriend of mine for one of my birthdays gave me an entire tube of gumballs. That was oh my taller than me. And I was like, oh, I was thrilled and horrified all at once because I knew that that would not last very long. I love so, that. And then you yeah. need an orthodontist appointment because yeah, where I'm going, you know, luckily, my uh, dentist, Dr. Bill Dorfman is one of my best friends. So. Oh, yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. I stalk you on, on the Instagram. On the Instagram. Um, so, you know, I always kind of preface this. Well, I don't always, but um, Christian and I started this because I was pining for my creative friends during this, mm. the lockdown period of this episode we're experiencing. Um, and so I'm kind of just going to do a deep dive because okay, doll. I met you and then you left school because 
you just basically created this iconic character on Days of Our Lives. And then, oh, I don't know, a few years later, just decided to double down and create another one. Um, And so you have been working (laughs) since you were a very young person um, and yet have one of the things that I kind of just love about you is that you continue to grow and test yourself and push that creative button by acting in other things, producing, getting into businesses. How do you decide what to get into? You know, that's a really great question because I think these last years, I started to really trust my gut or my God voice or my instinct, whatever it is you want to call it. And it's led me to some very interesting places in the last few years that I never in a million years thought that I would be living in, doing businesses in and enjoying the heck out of. So I think I really am following my instinct into anything that comes my way that really hits me where I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. Yes, I want to get involved with that. And I'm not limiting myself. I'm also in that great period of my life where I've raised four kids and they're all good Mm -hmm. and they're, you know, on their way. Um, Yeah, I worked straight through everything, but because I got to do the soap opera and because Bill Bell said to me, (laughs) I want you to bring your kids to work and I want you to feel secure. And because I really felt like I never gave up anything actually for my career or for that. I always, you know, I was room mother for 12 years. I was really, really able to do the mother thing the way I really wanted to do it. So I always forget my bad, but how old were your stepchildren when you got married? I was 22 and they were two and five. Oh, wow. You were so young. So and you really so did raise them before you had the boys. Uh-huh. So they were eight and 11 when I had Austin and okay. 13 and 16 when I had Landon. Okay. Oh. Gotcha. So, and I mean, I am so grateful to them every single day because I'm so close with them. And, you know, to have these four amazing kids has been my, the greatest thing that's ever happened in my, my life. And to be able to do that and now be at a place where I can live in Nashville and I can travel back here and and I mm-hmm. can sign on to produce things and direct things and have horse businesses and <laughs> Airbnbs and soul packs and animal foundations and kind of anything that comes my way that I, I truly feel inspired by. Well, I just would like to just mere mention the latest thing about you authoring this book. I mean, tell me about that, because it's the only thing I really don't know about, like anything at all. Okay, so the Soul Pack is something that's coming very, very soon. And it is an interactive journal with my dear friend, Dale Smith Thomas, who is a motivational speaker that travels all over the world. And I had the great opportunity through our mutual dear friend, Todd Chrisley and Julie Chrisley, our mm-hmm. friends, to see her speak, which is how I met her. And first of all, she's drop dead gorgeous. So, <laughs> you know, at first you're like, oh, wow, my God. And she has this book called Good Morning Gorgeous. And then she gets on stage and blows your mind. So we just started to do the filming for it last week. And we've been dear friends for a couple of years. And we called it off the cuff. I just wanted to throw out things kind of like what we're doing here and yeah. see how we reacted to it. And we learned so much about each other, but this new book is a journal 
but it is, mm-hmm. I believe, one of the first interactive ones. So it's going to be oh. very, very interesting. And it's coming on a new platform called Magic. Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I do have to say, I think your best habit, if we can call it a habit. Yeah. This is what I know about you for sure, is that you bring in, you conjure, you call in, you say yes to some of the most incredible people. I do Aww. have to say that about you. Thank you. You are an amazing friend. But you you. have amazing friends and business partners. And I mean, it seems like you sort of get this interest and the creme de la creme of that thing comes in. I have been so lucky. Thank you for saying that. And thank you. I have been in such gratitude for the extraordinary people who have been attracted to the same things that I've been attracted to. (laughs) And my partner in the um, Animal Foundation, Don Ann Ritter, is one of the greatest humans. I mean, during COVID, I left for what I thought was a week to come back and shoot and then go back and get my dog, you know, and be with my dog. And COVID hit and she had to take over my dog. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, my dog Buddha has been diagnosed five years ago (laughs) with end stage uh, liver disease and given two weeks to live. And through pure determination and an extraordinary homeopath and extraordinary vet has lived but in that, he is the most high maintenance golden retriever yes, you will ever is. meet in your entire life. Like 30 medications. Oh you God. have to cook for him like you're at the yeah. finest restaurants and <laughs> he's picky. And the fact that Don Ann said, I'm there, I'm there for you. And Amazing. she has two stores, a child, a husband, and cooked for my dog and took care of him through all of COVID until I could actually get out to get him back. And I'll never forget that. Of course. Ever, ever, ever. Of course. You know, Tracy, do you still enjoy um, working on the soap or is it is it the bill payer? I mean, I don't mean to call you out because I know you are have a tremendous fan base that you love and respect. And I know that you love and respect the people you work for. But I mean, is Mm -hmm. it to fund and fuel these new projects or do you still enjoy it? I love everybody I work with so much. And COVID has been a wonderful slash hard time, first of all. Mm-hmm. Could we have been uh, happier and more grateful that we got to work during this time? Oh we my were gosh, sort of, you, you were one of the only ones. Right. Yeah. We were sort of the poster child. I think everybody was sort of like watching us. How are mm-hmm. they doing it? And mm-hmm. we've done it extraordinarily well. We've gotten yes, through it. We've not had to shut down that. And for me, I have loved everybody so much. And I've been there 38 and a half. I can't believe that. They're family. They're family to me. And what's been the hardest is that we're not allowed to congregate, which, as you know, the hair and makeup department, that's the most fun. It's almost more fun than acting. A hundred percent. It's a favorite part of everybody's day. Yeah, right. Exactly. And that was our start. And that was our relationship. And so we have to be in our own dressing rooms and we're very respectful because we get to do this. Right. We're not a lot of us get to do this. So we are not going to mess up. If they say you stay in your dressing room and no one comes in, that's what we do. Right. Uh, right. You wear this certain mask. This is how you act. This is the protocol. That's what we're doing. Right. You know, because yeah. a lot of people rely on us. Yeah. You know, it's not just in front of the camera. It's everybody. It's the entire production. They rely on us to pay their bills as well, as well as oh, how yeah. much fun we love to do what we do. Let's get yeah. to brass tacks. You know, everybody needs to pay their bills. But to be able to go to work and do what I do every day and be with my extraordinary cast crew and production. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You know what it's like. It's like your own island in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And has production, have they kind of rallied around this new life that you've created for yourself in Nashville? I mean, I know there's other actors who fly in from Canada or wherever they're from. So I know it's not logistical nightmare for anybody, but have they embraced this new? um, Well, I'm one of four now that flies from Nashville. And really, three of us got stuck in the snowstorm. (laughs) And of course, it never snows like that. I get black eyes. I mean, it was, (laughs) oh, I just felt so badly for production. I mean, in all the years and all these years, I've missed two shows because I got the chicken pox when I was 26. I mean, besides having children, you know. Yes, yes, Okay, I got a week off for having Austin and four weeks for having (laughs) Land. That was my maternity leave. (laughs) But I mean, actually missing an episode was when I was 26, I missed two episodes because of chicken pox. So for me to miss like two or three episodes for a snowstorm, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Oh, my. And I tried to get to the airport on top of it and hit black no, I, ice. And I went, I believe you. Yeah. I was like, you know, I think I'm going to not do this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to not do this and be safe. Yeah. yeah. 100%. What have you been um, binging on that's noteworthy? What have you oh. just been mad for? Anything? Yes. There are so many. Well, first of all, last tango in Halifax. Hello. Oh, yes. My PBS. God. Call out. BBC television. BBC, but it was on PBS here. PBS you? Okay. Yeah. Love, love, love that. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, loved Bridgerton, um, loved Fleabag, Mm -hmm. sex education, especially the first season. Hilarious. Yes. Um, Let's see. Because I I binge on a a lot of things. I I haven't been as, oh my God, you know what I'm watching now? Which I find so fascinating. Couples therapy. Have oh, you heard I about that? Have I heard yes. about it? Have you been watching every single season? Oh my God. Can you believe this? So I, interesting. I am so fascinated by this psychologist. I mean, right? she's really something. She's yeah. so amazing. But let me ask you a question. Yeah. How does it make you by feel the way, about- uh, yes. for those who are listening, it's on Showtime. I think this is now the third or fourth season. Yeah. How I just discovered this, I don't know. But I, you know, my whole <laughs> thing is I love perception. I love mm-hmm. people's perception. Mm-hmm. I love to know about an event and how everybody reacts to it, I think is yep. incredible. Like, I don't know. We at the same place and yet yeah. there's everybody's got a different view of it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I love to understand people's perception. So for me to have be kind of the fly on the wall and of course thinking, you know, my feelings about these <laughs> couples, you know, I, I can't believe I can't express them, you know, and tell people I oh, should be I calling do. you. Out loud. I'm that horrible person that if I was in a movie theater, I'd be told to shut it. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'd be doing the same thing. But yeah, I absolutely. How is that making you feel about even having a, another relationship? Because I'm like, ah, wow. Yeah. I remember that. No. Well, yeah. She ready. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. Yes. You are ready. I would like one now, please. Thank you okay. very much. I'll be Conjure. working on that. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I'm for drinking one, water. Yeah, I'm not. Thank I'm not you. a vodka yet. And we'll, and we'll move. Like, I don't drink. We'll move what? to Nashville if he should be there. Oh, there's some good cowboys there. Yeah, I'm thinking that. Yeah, yeah. and singers. Okay, I'm just putting it out there. Songwriters, a lot of songwriters. Um, what or who is inspiring you right now? Um, that is a really good question. Um, I know this sounds very interesting or silly, but. My dog Buddha, because of his uh, what he's gone through health wise, no matter mm-hmm. what he goes through, and people ask me all the time how he is, and it's 
good days mm-hmm. and bad days. That dog gets up every single day, no matter how he feels. And he is just my inspiration to get through absolutely everything and anything. And I know that, you know, um, I'm inspired by my mom, who is going to be turning 89. And it's just Suzanne, right? Filled with kiss and vinegar. And she watches <laughs> over my barn and I get a detailed as to everything that's going on. And okay, so I didn't know this bit. Has she moved to the farm? She's yep. there full yep. time. Suzanne's on the farm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. She that's decided. Fantastic. I turned to her and I said, so you want to go on an adventure? <laughs> I was like, you want to move to Nashville with me? And, um, you know, I'm back and forth all the time. I'm in right. LA for a month. I was in Nashville for a month, but normally it's a little bit more two and two or three and right. 10. And she's just incredible. She takes care of it. And she's thriving out there. Like she loves oh, it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think it's been hard because of COVID that in her yeah. mind, she wanted to go back. She wanted to take classes and she wanted to go to the gym and she wanted to do all these things. And I think it's been hard for her because she hasn't been able to kind of get her pod yeah. as she thought she, she would. Will. And it's been a year and she will. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's fantastic. But I had two and a half years sort of before her. So yeah. I have my pod there. Yeah. Well, you have a pod wherever you go. <laughs> I try. Christian, first of all, you go into any restaurant and you sit down. I mean, she either knows someone or someone <laughs> will come up to her. I mean, anywhere. And this is not a new phenomenon. <laughs> it's amazing. That is that thing I was talking to you about of just like people gravitate towards you. I, I've seen it in action for decades. I don't mean to sound it like forever, but it's for a okay. long time. It, we've known that. each other a long time. Yeah, we definitely. have known each other a long time. But I, I, it, it is, a, I've never seen anyone else have that. Really? Is what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. And I, you know so who nice. I hang out with. I yeah, hang out I do. with very dynamic, amazing people. But yes. you have that so on top of anybody else. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, Charisma. Thanks. Energy, something that is just people, you are like people's heat seeking missile. <laughs> my manager says the same thing. It's very funny. Yeah. It's <laughs> he always true. says that. Oh my God. He always says that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So talk to me about what aspirations are in there right now for you. Like, where is your, what you want to do? Um, there's a lot that I still always. have to do. Always. And those things are all in the works. But um, somebody suggested that I direct. And to be honest with you, I never thought about it. I never, ever thought about it. And so I've been shadowing a Jake Helgren, a Mm -hmm. wonderful director. And I'll probably direct my first thing this year at the end of this year. I'm so excited for you. So I've been, you know, learning everything I can. And uh, luckily I have a dear, dear friend who's an amazing film editor. So um, hopefully she'll come in and be my editor and we'll see. So that's, that's kind of my new thing. And Christian, what do you think I'm going to do right now? What do I think you're going to do right now? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Ask to be directed by Ms. Bregman. (laughs) I mean, does he know me or does he know me? I will just blatantly solicit you. Like I have been doing all of my guests. Like if there is an opening, she puts herself in there. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It would be my divine pleasure. And I would be like over the moon if you would do a project. with me. Thank you. And yes. And I really did just want to see if Christian was just like, yep. Yep. She's he knows it. me. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Well, especially, I mean, 
Tracy directing, like that's an opportunity of a lifetime in and of itself. So. Yeah. Be fun. And it may only happen once. Well, I actually think just in what we talk about in your personality traits and what you are, you are a director. You're an amazing producer that we already know, but you, Thank you. I understand why someone suggested that to you. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully the network that suggested it will let me do it for their network. <laughs> we'll see. They will. We shall see. We shall they see. Will. I have full confidence. So you are immersed in Nashville. I mean, you are, that was the place to go that you didn't know you needed. I never in a million years thought that I would live anywhere else but LA. And um, Mother Nature had other thoughts for me. And it's so interesting to think that if certain events had not happened, I mean, I already had a place in Nashville before uh, we're talking about the Woolsey fire. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, but I always thought that that would just be a place maybe down the road one yeah. day. Right. I never yeah. thought, oh, we're here and I'm doing it. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. And yes. never in a million years. And now I have 17 horses on my property and a mini donkey and a sheep that does not like me. Oh my oh, God. This sheep oh, does not I'm like sorry. me. I've never had an animal like literally give me the hoof and go, <laughs> you're just not my cup of tea. You're just wow. no, not, not a fan. He's not well, a fan. I know you and you'll, you're determined. <laughs> I'm sure. I am determined. Whether it takes this animals, it's whole life. It will love you. <laughs> God, it will love you. If it's the last thing I do, that sheep will like me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just give it a haircut. It's one of the sheep that bond. actually the hair comes off. Yeah, I kept just, saying, it, am I not supposed to do something to the sheep? Maybe yeah. it's pissed because I didn't do the right thing. You know, I don't know from this. Because yeah, it's supposed to be a big bonding thing. So, yeah, I don't know from these sheep. I can just say because, you know, they're not related at all, but they're similar in that at the goat mm-hmm. farm. Yeah, there are few. They're rare who just don't like people. And really? it's rare because usually they're a very goat. people friendly. Yeah. But so they you, just. Yeah. Do you want to hear this fact that yes. goats are not. I mean, they're good for mowing the lawn, but they're very uneven. Sheep are perfect for mowing a lawn because they eat very evenly. This is what I think. When you have, when you no have acres and acres and you look, oh, my God, who's going to mow that? Yeah. You got to get a sheep or you got to get well, a we have, we have Farmer John is our sheep. He yeah. does it. We don't, yeah, I have, we don't let the goats do it. I have Andreas. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Farmer John appreciates being called Listen. a sheep. Oh my God. I'm going to hear about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. I got a guy who mows too. <laughs> <laughs> have I got a mower? Or one, one. I have my own mower and a bush hog. Things you never oh thought I'd be talking about. <laughs> That's right, honey. And I know the difference of what needs to be bush hog and what needs to be mowed. Enough said. Okay, the girl is a farmer. No joke. Oh my gosh, Tracy Bregman, you are a marvel. And I adore you. Thank you so much for being on this episode of Mondays with Mindy. I had the best time ever. Oh my God, I'm just so much better for seeing your face. And you know that I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And me, you, honey, I'm coming to stalk you this week. (laughs) Fantastic, I'm here. Love you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our pleasure once again. Tracy Bregman. This episode of Mondays with Mindy is brought to you in part by our sponsors, The Cocktail Party, Love Mary, and Beekman 1802. Tired of cooking? Love fancy hors d'oeuvres but don't have any idea how to prepare? Look no further. The Cocktail Party, Love Mary, is here. For 15 years, New York's caterer to the stars and our pal, Mary Giuliani, has served her deliciously whimsical hors d'oeuvres to the best names in art, fashion, and entertainment. 
Now she's put them all in an adorable little box to send from her heart to your home. As Mary says, all you have to do is turn on your oven, pour yourself a drink, and enjoy more time with your guests. She'll take care of the rest. Go to MaryGiuliani.com or MondaysWithMindy.com for more information and to order yours today. Beekman 1802 is a clean and cruelty-free beauty company founded on a goat farm in upstate New York. We craft a range of products from goat milk soaps and body care to clean and clinically proven skincare, all safe for sensitive skin. Visit Beekman1802.com or MondaysWithMindy.com and discover why more than a million neighbors have joined our community.